Welcome to Sunny in Seattle with your host, Sunny Joy. And coming up on today's show, Sunny will be interviewing editor-in-chief of Best Self magazine, Kristen Noel. The two of them will be discussing her inspiring story of founding Best Self Media, as well as what it's like to co-create with leading minds in the holistic health and wellness field, like Dr. Christiane Northrup, Mike Dooley, and Glennon Doyle Melton. So at this point, I might as well be quiet so we can become our best self. And now I welcome your host for the day, Sunny Joy. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to Sunny in Seattle. I'm your host, attorney turned life coach, Sunny Joy McMillan. And we are here every Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. KKNW, bringing you amazing coaches, teachers, authors, and healers who are on a mission to encourage you, inspire you, and give you tools to live a life filled with peace, joy, freedom, and purpose. It is radio that positively shines. And if you can't catch the show live, you can always access those show archives. Those are found at 1150kknw.com. Um, you can also find out more about me, connect with me for coaching through my website, which is goldenoversoul.com. Um, so, Benny, uh, I didn't get to talk to you last week. How are you? I'm very, very well, and it's good to be back. Thank you. Please, 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 please. I know. I know. I get it, and there, we're done. Okay. <laughs> no, everything was going well. I did miss you. I missed all my shows, and everything's going well, I'm sure, for you in Pataluma. Yes, yes. Good. I know this morning it's a very foggy. This is our first really foggy morning since we've been here, which is really nice. I mean, we've had some rain, but Fog, yeah. Right? <laughs> no, but it actually feels a little like Seattle. So no, not like, today. Oh. Not today. Bright and sunny. Super day. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad that you have. I can just picture the view from the studio with the beautiful mountain range off in the distance behind the Seattle skyline. So I still I'm think there with we you should here. put you on a stick. And just have you sit in the chair, like you know, like your like your face, like profile. I think it'd be great. And then you can like uh, uh, turn the camera on just for a right. brief minute. Or I can like poke holes in your eyes, you know, how you did when you were kids, like put it over. <laughs> Look, it's sunny. Oh, that sounds kind of scary, but okay. Um, okay, That's why so I'm not really gonna do it. <laughs> it's probably a good call. <laughs> Anything else going on in your world, Benny, no, before I get to No, I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I'll let you just take away the show as usual. Well, I've got just a couple of housekeeping things okay. to mention here before we dive into content. Right. Um, so number one, um, I have a little Soul Digger beta program that starts next week that I just wanted to throw out there um, for any of our listeners who may be interested. Um, so I, in March, presented Soul Digger as a workshop at the Women of Wisdom Conference. The first time I've done that in a group setting, because I've done this with one-on-one -on -one clients, but um, there's just something powerful about groups. Uh, the group itself is its own coach in a way. And it's just really interesting what can come out that's not always available when it's just a one-on-one -on -one setting. So I am debuting this as a group program. It's starting next week on Tuesday. Um, that's April 30th. It's going to run for five weeks. Um, so it's uh, meeting weekly for virtual classes. So we meet via Zoom. It's 10 a.m. Pacific, or 1 p.m. Eastern if you're in a different time zone. Um, 
And the, the gist of this is, it's been a little passion project of mine, and it's kind of interesting because I think it is actually quite relevant to um, a lot of what we may go into today with my awesome guest, Kristen Noel. Um, but the, the idea behind it was um, I, I want an opportunity to get shamelessly spiritual with folks. And on a day, you know, on a, on a very consistent basis, I say, you know, it's a day-to-day practice remembering who we are as spiritual beings so that we don't get stuck um, and we don't forget who we really are. Um, and so it's all about living aligned with your soul. And I just wanted to share with you a little quote. One of the quotes that I came across as I was noodling on this concept and really putting this, you know, when you're, it's running in the background and this ran in the background for several years before I actually brought this forward and shared it with anyone. But one of the quotes that I came across was from one of Oprah's super soul conversations, um, that she had with Brene Brown. And this was in, um, I believe July of 2018, And Oprah said to Brene, but doesn't every story, when you get to the last layer in the onion that you're peeling away of yourself, isn't the bottom layer always, I'm not enough? And Brene said, it's almost always, I'm not enough. And this was something that was, it's been ever present in my life, the feeling of not being enough. I see it with my clients all the time. Um, And I think that for me personally, to know that we're enough comes from the connection we have to our soul, the part of us that's born magnificent, born worthy. And uh, this is this program, this five weeks together is all about strengthening that connection to the soul so that you feel worthy, you feel enough, you feel peaceful in a chaotic world or a chaotic life. You feel enough to pursue and take those dreams off the shelf that maybe you have not been following. Um, And it looks different for everyone, but that's the gist of it. If you want to know more, um, there's some other bells and whistles included, but just email me, sunnyjoy at goldenoversoul.com. That's sunnyjoy at goldenoversoul.com. And it's not too late to join us. I'm keeping this group small because it is a beta. Um, But if it sounds like it might resonate, email me and I'll give you more of the details and what all's involved. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, um, there is an awesome event tonight um, at Skylark Cafe in West Seattle. Um, So if you've been listening to this show for a while, you may have heard my interview, gosh, it's probably been at least a year and a half, maybe two years ago, um, with an artist named uh, Zoli Mora Cogley. Um, her name is is spelled X O L I E. She is a really talented singer songwriter um, who also happens to be on the autism spectrum. She's a huge advocate for folks uh, who are on the autism spectrum. She's been on Jimmy Kimmel. She has a fantastic TED Talk out there where she incorporates some of her music. Um, and so tonight is her annual uh, benefit or annual concert for autism benefiting autism speaks, which is a great nonprofit organization starts uh, at 7 PM. That's tonight, April 26th. Um, as I mentioned at Skylark West Seattle, there's going to be, um, an auction, I think of some beautiful art pieces. Um, and you can basically just come out and watch spectrum and non-spectrum artists alike come together and celebrate the beauty and the creativity of autism. Um, so I really encourage you guys to check that out. If you were in and around the Seattle area. Um, and again, that's at Skylark tonight, 7 PM. Um, and, uh, the artist that I mentioned, if you want to look her up and I really highly recommend seeing her Ted talk, if you are going to go out tonight. Um, so her name is Zoli Mora Cogley. And that first name is X O L I E. Um, so housekeeping out of the way. And now welcome, uh, Kristen Noel to study in Seattle. 
Thanks for having me, you beautiful bright light. I, I wish I was in Seattle tonight to come join you. I know. I wish. Well, I wish I was. Here I am in Petaluma, and I was on the planning committee for this event, and the move happened, and I kind of had to pull away a little bit, but I still wanted to promote it. Um, and yeah, so those of you out there listening, you know, our fabulous guest today is Kristen Noel, and let me share just a little bit about her before we dive into uh, speaking with her a little bit about this awesome media company that she founded, Best Self. Um, so Kristen Noel is the editor-in-chief of Best Self Magazine, uh, which is the leading voice for holistic health and conscious living. She is a writer, speaker, motivator, and lemonade maker, and believer in all things possible. She has a personal mission to empower others to take charge of their own destinies, to write their next chapters, and to tap into their best selves, no matter what hardships they have experienced. She is currently developing a variety of projects and programs with one core mission, to help people reclaim their power and live more vibrantly. She lives with her family in upstate New York, where she strives to see the glass half full each day. So you can learn more about her, read her blog, and all of her endeavors at kristennoel.com. KristenNoel.com. And if you want to check out the magazine and subscribe um, and read some of the articles, she's got everything there that you will need at BestSelfMedia.com. That's BestSelfMedia.com. And I do want to let you all know that Kristen has been generous enough to offer up one free subscription uh, for the year um, for the magazine Best Self. And um, we'll be announcing that one lucky caller um, will get that one year free subscription to the magazine. And we'll announce that in the second half of the show, probably after that break we take at 9.30. So um, just in case you wanna be ready when we do announce it, the number to call in is gonna be eight, uh, <laughs> oh gosh, Benny, 888-298-5569, is that right? <laughs> well done. Well done. See, you never skipped a beat. It's like you just never missed it. Never missed it. 888-298-5569. And as I said, we'll announce that in the second half of the show. But you know that you... conveniently spells out KKNW. I do. Okay, you know what... then. See? <laughs> but you know what's funny, Benny, is when I used to be a listener, because I used to call in for the free stuff all the time before I had a show. I wasn't allowed oh, to Oh, I remember that. answering your phone calls. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like, Sonny, has it been less than 30 days since you last won? Hey, those are the rules. I'm trying to play fair. I totally get it, but I'm just saying that to emphasize I was calling a lot. <laughs> so, in any event. <laughs> oh, it's you again. No, just kidding. I would never do that. <laughs> you know, but in any event, um, yeah, so I uh, will be announcing that later in the show. And so that will be for a one year free subscription to Best Self Magazine. So, um, Okay, so Kristen, on to our fabulous conversation that I've been so excited for today. Um, so do you mind if I share kind of the background on how um, we met? Uh, no, absolutely. Go for it. But I, I want Benny to like stand by and I want some applause too. I want some sound effects. You always can get that. Here, we'll do a ding just to start. You're new, so we start out small. Okay, thanks. I got to work my way up. Yeah, and if you got a joke, hey, oh, we got rim shots. I got it all for you. <laughs> oh, you mean I have to work for this? <laughs> we give our applause away freely and joyfully, yes, Benny, I, right? Yes, absolutely. We, of course, do. Yeah, there we go. See, it's, it's so easy. They just come and go. That's how it is. Okay, so I wanted to just share this with you all because I, I share this 
in case there is someone that you have been wanting to meet, but you maybe feel intimidated or you think, oh goodness, they have so many people approaching them and it's just not even worth it or something to that effect because this was me, folks. So I went to, um, I mentioned on the show back in October and, and leading up to October 2018 that I would be in New York for a media event. And this was um, an awesome event put together by a guy by the name of Chris Winfield. And so part of this event involved a little cocktail party mixer where um, members of the media industry, whether that be in broadcast television, in print media, and podcasting, a variety of folks that were involved in media, would come together with people like me who have work that they want to share with the world. And so of this whole weekend, like I'm in my happy place, sitting in the audience, taking notes, learning, you know, how to do all of the things to really get uh, connected with certain members of the media. But then comes this mixer and <laughs> I am an introvert. I'm outgoing, but I am an introvert. And I would be lying if I said I didn't think, oh, I'm just going to skip the media mixer because seriously, like I, you know. I'll just get the content and it's easier to hide in my hotel room and do things behind my computer screen instead of getting out and actually meeting people. But I went to the mixer and I will tell you, they provided a list of folks who would be there from the media ahead of time, just so that you could familiarize yourself with names and faces. And, um, I scanned the entire list, which had, uh, gosh, I don't know, 50 to hundred people on it, I think. And the name that popped out at me was Kristen Noel. And I knew her well because I was, uh, as, as, Kristen calls it a best selfer. Um, I had really enjoyed um, in my time of spiritual awakening and growth, leaving my old life behind and really embracing what I do today. The, the really incredible people that were presented in the magazine, the folks that she interviewed in the best self summit um, were pivotal for me. And so I see her name and I think, okay, of all of this list of people, she is the one person that I would really be interested in meeting. So I threw the intention out to the universe and just said, look, if it's, if, if it's possible to meet her, that would be amazing, but I'm not going to get too attached to this because I know it's going to be pretty chaotic and busy down there. And I walk into the mixer and she, if you haven't, if you don't know Kristen Noel, I highly recommend you go to her website at kristennoel.com and you can see she's stunning. She was a former model in Paris and she's been in Vogue and Harper's Bazaar. And so she's tall, she's blonde, and she's just really, really incredibly beautiful. And I see her from a mile away and I think, okay, let's just go up and see what happens. And fast forward, we had a lovely meeting. Um, we had some follow-up conversations and um, I ended up with a beautiful piece that I was very honored to be included in Best Self Magazine all around my divorce. It's called A Divorce Made in Heaven. And so I throw that story out there of how I met Kristen Noel because if anyone out there is thinking there's someone, a mentor, a teacher, someone in the media that they that you want to meet, don't think that it's not going to happen or it's not possible. I encourage you to really take the risk and to reach out and to see what happens because you may just be pleasantly surprised like I was. So <laughs> Kristen, that was my, <laughs> that was my uh, version of, of like watching you from afar and then getting the opportunity to meet you and then be a part of Best Self. Um, and so thank you so much um, for all that you do with the magazine because as I said, it was very meaningful in my life. Well, thank you for those kind words. Um first of all, just about me, but, but separate and aside from that, I love that you told that story because, you know, you know, things work in, you know, there's like a reciprocal thing that happens. Like 
for you, it was, you, you know, you had that moment where, you know, and I can totally relate. You may not believe that, but I feel exactly the same way walking into a mixer or walking into a large, you know, cocktail party. It's like, you've got to put on a different face, a different sort of armor, sort of energetic armor. But what you don't realize about that encounter is that you also gifted me. And that conversation that we had, we connected very quickly. Um, I knew right away that we would definitely be, you know, that this was going to be a dot, 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 and we would be connecting <laughs> down the road, which we have done so. Um, but you also had words for me that there's no way you could have possibly known I needed to hear. Mm. So there's that other thing that we, when, when, when you feel that draw or that pull to meet someone or you're excited about something, it's like, have the courage to honor that and act on it because you can also trust that there might even be all these other things going on behind the scenes and that it was, it, it was even beyond you. It was, you know, that you gifted words to me that I needed to hear that, you know, again, I just use the word gift um, mm -hmm. that really landed on me and, and helped me. Um, so I want to thank you as well. Oh, well, thank I, I really appreciate you saying that. And it just goes to show, you know, there is a tapestry that the universe is creating behind the scenes. And I, you know, myopically get involved in my own life. And I sometimes forget the connections that are being orchestrated that are benefiting not only the two parties, but all of the ripple effects that happen after that. So you just have no idea. Um, I'm saying this out there to the listeners, you know, where you are fitting into the divine tapestry and who needs to hear something that you have to say and you needing to hear something that someone else has to say. So just showing up when you feel those nudges, even if you're scared, um, it's amazing what can happen. And, and I think earlier this week, one of my um, mentors had posted that she had ended up on um, Good Morning America kind of by a fluke. She happened to be there with a client and then actually got to go on the show herself. And she said she had been so tempted to go down to Starbucks uh, while her client was doing a <laughs> thing and oh, just <laughs> yeah. yeah, sit behind the screen on her phone and do right. work and ended up she, uh, what she said, and this is what made me think of it was that no good things come from hiding. I think, yeah, <laughs> I wanted to hide Absolutely. my hotel room, <laughs> but I didn't. No, and I, I love that word that you used tapestry because also that happened in the beginning of uh, best self magazine. I had attended a writer's workshop and talk about hiding. And I, I'm, I was actually laughing when you were saying you were just taking copious notes. Cause I can totally see you as being like such a good doobie and a perfect student. <laughs> so yeah. I was, you know, there I was at this writer's workshop, like hiding with my notebook, taking copious notes, being the good doobie in the room, but like not really wanting to talk to anybody. I was just like, I'm going to take my notes and I'm going to go home and I'm going to hide behind my computer and just make magical things happen. <laughs> and there were a lot of actually powerful people that had attended that workshop as speakers and motivators. And I, um, there was one person that I felt the same way about. And that was, I don't know if you're familiar with Nancy Levin, but she oh, is, she's um, been on the show. <laughs> okay, great. So yeah. Nancy Levin is someone who was that name that popped out for me. And this was, in, so you obviously know Nancy's story where she was the events coordinator at Hay House Publishing and was behind the scenes transitioning out to emerge in the world as herself, as, as a coach and as an author, and but she hadn't announced it yet. So she was still at this um, writer's workshop and I was scared to death to go up to her. But I thought, okay, that's it. You're going to put that notebook down. You're going to get up out of your chair and you're going to go talk to her. 
And I went up to her and had a similar encounter that you and I had. And she was really taken aback by all of my gushing over her. <laughs> um, and I ended up saying something to her and com communicating with her about being a part of Best Self. And she played, I don't know if you know this, but she played an integral role in really giving me the courage um, in, the initials, in the initial days and also you know, introducing me to people and opening doors and really being um, a co-creator and, um, you know, real supporter. And what I didn't know at the time is that she she needed this affirmation from me when I, when I came to her and said, hey, I'd love for you to be a part of Best Self or to become an editor or whatever. She, she took that as this message from the universe that like, okay, the time is now. I'm ready uh -huh. to go. So... Again, it's that magic that goes, stop trying to figure everything out. Just like if you're excited to meet somebody, go meet them, embrace it. Don't, you know, regret it, you know, three hours later, because you're missing out on these opportunities that the universe is like putting in front of you, it's the lay, laying it out for you. I think sometimes we get so caught up in like, well, what'll happen if, and which way is this going to go? And where's the roadmap, you know? And if it's not clearly defined, it's like, okay, I'm going to sit back down in my seat with my notebook, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I'm so glad you shared that story um, because it, it, I wanted folks to know that you had a similar start with best self, that it, you weren't born into some media family that you were already in publishing and you knew all of these things. I it wish. Was, <laughs> right. <laughs> so actually I bet it's, I mean, it's to me, knowing your story, it is more meaningful to me knowing how this venture was birthed. Um, the way that it, what the, the way that it, it factors into your whole life trajectory. Um, and actually I would love to, you know, Kristen, if you don't mind sharing and we back up a little bit, another reason I think that I was really drawn to you is that there are some big similarities in our stories, our personal stories that led us to our time of awakening and seeking. And, um, and so do you mind just sharing the, from your background? Like you, of course, at 15, you go to Paris, you become a model who's appearing in Vogue and Harper's Bazaar. And then Fast forward, you know, to today. So, do you mind giving us the synopsis of kind Maybe of? Maybe a little bit of in between. Well, yeah. I think I think that you know there are a lot of pivotal moments, but one for me was uh, 16 years ago, where literally my life imploded. And at that point in my life, you know, the modeling career was over. I had gone to college. I had uh, married, and I thought I was married to Prince Charming, mm -hmm. and. For, on the outside, we looked like we had this absolutely perfect life. And, you know, in some ways, however you're measuring that, it was it was a nice life. However, it was a point in my life where I was very disconnected from really who I who I am, who I who I was meant to be, what I was meant to be bringing forth in the world. And I think in those those moments, um, you can land in situations or relationships or marriages or jobs or whatever it may be um, that are going to some, at, at somehow implode or something's going to crash or something's going to give. You know, things can only go on like that for so long. I mean, I had dramatic events. My, um, I mean, you know, when I'm looking back on this, I was when I was thinking about preparing for this conversation, I was thinking, God, you know, 16 years, you know, 
is a long time ago. You know, mm-hmm. um, some t- in some ways it feels like it was yesterday because obviously these were traumatic events for me. But, in, you know, the world changes so much in this period of time. You've got to mm-hmm. remember 16 years ago, we weren't on social media. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't have uh, smartphones. Um, and my... Um, my ex-husband was arrested for securities fraud in a huge, huge scandalous uh, event. And this was before Madoff. This was before these kinds of events were a dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very dramatic. Um, it was very traumatic. I had a little a little boy who was two and a half years old at the time. Um, and the story was salacious, it, you know, av- aside from the securities fraud and there were you know many many other um let's just say tentacles Mm. and it was one of these situations where you know and and i always i laugh when i look back in hindsight i always say i'm a little bit of a slow learner i'm like one of those people that will muscle away and like make things work and make a marriage work or make a job work or (laughs) stick that i can do it you know um i i took you know i took vows um i'm gonna stand by my man uh, but my husband ended up going away to prison for an unprecedented 13 and a half years. Um, we lost our, you know, luxury, co- everything was seized. Basically all our accounts were frozen. Our apartment was seized. I was like literally left, um, standing with a two and a half year old, um, on my hip. And that Ugh. was, it. um, so it was like, bye, bye, you know, bye, bye money, bye, bye, you know, happy ever after, bye-bye marriage, bye-bye everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I don't mean to gloss over it, but in a way I, t- you know, I, I feel like I have to tell those things, but really the story that I tell now is, um, it was really the betrayal of myself, you know, mm-hmm. all the steps that I took beforehand that sort of got me into that situation. I feel like you can, you know, honestly, you can love anyone, you can marry anyone, you can accept any job. You can have golden handcuffs because you're making so much money, whatever it, whatever it is. And, um, there's nothing wrong with making a lot of money. There's nothing wrong with happy ever afters and all of that stuff. As long as it's authentically aligned with who you are. Um, and I, and I really, when I look back on that marriage, I, the best thing I can say is that we didn't see each other. Hmm. And I, was really looking for someone to save me at the time. And he felt like a knight in shining armor. And I, it felt like he was saving me. And the irony of that story is, you know, the person I thought was saving me was the person that really took me down about as low as you possibly could get. And you know what? There's only one person that can save you and that's you. So, so you know, I don't mean, I don't mean to make light of any of, I mean, it was, it was awful. It was years of litigation. I mean, have, when I say I lost everything, I lost everything. I, mm-hmm. at 40 years old, move, had to move home to live with my parents in my childhood bedroom mm. with my son, you know, I mean, waking up and looking around my room, um, you know, it's pretty, it was pretty traumatic. Yeah. But, but I'll tell you when you hit rock bottom, and, you know, and I tell this, this story because it's like, okay, what else was there to lose? I mean, thank God I held on to my health, although my back did go out because eventually, you know, that stress sort of manifested physically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you really, it's like, okay, flat on the ground, you know, but on the ground, it's like, you know, pain is a great motivator and you have a choice to sort of like 
you know, get up off your butt, get up off the sofa um, and do something with it. And I think for me, the greatest motivator was in having a two and a half year old son, because I looked at him and thought, you know, he doesn't deserve to have his life marred by these, these events, mm-hmm. um, you know, these events and choices that his parents made. And I always say that he saved me, you know, I mean, aside from, I mean, obviously I'm saving myself, but like the motivation, the love, the motivation of, uh, that I had for this little boy really helped me like, you know, become the Phoenix rising from the ashes. Yeah. 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 And there's another word that you've used, and we'll uh, we'll take our break after we wrap up this segment of our conversation. But I wanted to ask about this first. Um, is there was a word that came up for you um, that really uh, changed everything, the way you got out, and you say the accountability. Mm. Um, what? Tell me what that meant to you at the time, and how that shifted things for you from where you were. Well, it meant everything to me because initially when I was piece by piece sort of crawling back up and trying to figure out how am I going to reconfigure these pieces of my life, you know, in the beginning, you got to remember something. This was about survival. This wasn't, you know, this wasn't so much, I wasn't on some spiritual self-help, um, you know, mission at the moment. I was literally thinking, how the hell am I putting food on the table? Um, aside from the food my parents were feeding me, you know, it was really that sort of fight or flight, let's put the pieces back together. But as that started to, to sort of move along and, and I started to breathe again, um, I thought that this initially was about forgiveness and Mm -hmm. that I needed to forgive my ex-husband and I needed to forgive the people that sued me or his clients or the government or, or the lawyers or any other cast of characters that were in it. And I thought, you know, forgiveness is something you dole out and that you have to get to a place where you can give to others. And it was a huge, huge, huge awakening for me to realize that, oh, oh, wait a minute, I get it. I have to forgive myself. I have to forgive myself for the choices that I made, forgive myself for the information that I didn't have, mm-hmm. you know, to be, to, to, to re-nurture myself you know, to embrace it and to stop beating myself up. Like, you know, we get to that place, we make a mistake or we have an event or we have a crisis. And then it's like, not only are you feeling like crap, then you beat yourself up and make yourself feel like crap. You know what I mean? As opposed to saying, okay, you know, I got here as fast as I could, you know, and I'm going to trust that this is taking me someplace else. And obviously, being in this dis-ease or this discomfort is not where I want to be. Um, and sort of owning, owning your role in it, It, owning your role in it, the accountability piece, those are the keys to the kingdom. That, that is your way out of anything. It's, it's taking back your power. It's taking it back, not being a victim, not being a martyr, not blaming others for what has happened to you. You know, it's about, saying like, okay, you know, all right, this is what it is. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but now what? Yes. And I love that you say that, 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 that accountability piece or owning our part in it, it really is though. That's the key to the kingdom or those are the keys to the kingdom. Um, I found that to be true in my own divorce and the healing did not begin until I took 
serious accountability, or as I called it at the time, radical responsibility for my co-creative role and everything that happened. So I, I could not agree with you more on that. Um, so we'll go ahead. I can't believe we're already past 9.30 to take our break. The conversation is so good, Kristen. Um, so for those out there listening, I'm joined today by the founder and editor-in-chief of Best Self Magazine, Kristen Noel. Um, we're really talking about the origin story of the, the magazine and the media company. Um, you are listening to Sunny in Seattle. We're going to take our break. Uh, don't forget that when we come back in the second half of the show, we will be giving away a free one-year subscription to Best Self Magazine. And this magazine, if you haven't checked out the website, you can do so on the break, bestselfmedia.com. Um, the folks that, that Kristen interviews and features in this magazine and in the podcast, um, folks like uh, Dr. Kelly Brogan, who's one of my favorites, Dr. Christiane Northrup, Mike Dooley, Glennon Doyle Melton, Sonia Choquette, um, and there are so, so many more. So this is uh, like a, the folks that are right up the alley of KKNW listeners, I believe. So we're going to take our break and we'll be back in just a few. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Are you ready to get unstuck from a bad marriage and embrace your best life? If you're anything like me, you may have spent years creating a life that looks pretty good on paper. There's just one problem. Your marriage is unhappy and unfulfilling, but you're too scared to trade your comfortable life for a future full of unknowns. In my new book, Unhitched, I will give you the tools you need to make the right decisions about your marriage, as well as the confidence that your future can be better and brighter than you can even imagine. I share my own very personal story and I will guide you through a clear process that will enable you to answer the question, should I stay or should I go? It's a process that will help you tune out fears and unwanted advice, and instead tune into your own intuition and inner wisdom, as well as exit a marriage gracefully and feel secure about your future. Get ready to trade confusion and stagnation for your best life. Unhitched, unlock your courage and clarity and unstick your bad marriage. Available today on Amazon.com. New message. Department of the Social Security Administration. The reason of this call is to inform you that your social security number has been suspended for suspicion of illegal activity. If you do not contact us immediately, your account will be deactivated. For more information about this case file, press 1 or call immediately our department number. This is a scam. Thieves are misusing the Social Security Administration's authority and phone schemes to trick you into giving them money or personal information. They state there is a problem with your Social Security number or account. They claim there's been suspicious or fraudulent activity, and you could be arrested or face other legal action. They even spoof SSA's main customer service telephone number on caller ID. Don't believe them. Don't provide any information. SSA employees will never threaten you for information or promise benefits in exchange for information. In those cases, the call is fraudulent. Just hang up. If you suspect you've been contacted by an SSA scammer, call the Social Security Fraud Hotline at 1-800-269-0271. Sunny in Seattle, radio that positively shines. It's time that you are heard, and I don't mean in just a conversation. I mean really heard. Imagine hosting your very own radio program on Alternative Talk 1150. Talk about being heard. Call 425-653-1150 right now to learn how affordable it can be to host your own radio show. Time slots are going fast, so take hold of this chance by dialing 425-653-1150. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. 
And welcome back to Sunny in Seattle. I'm your host, Sunny Joy. I'm joined today by the founder and editor-in-chief of Best Self Magazine, Kristen Noel. Um, and we were really talking in the first half of the show about her story and what led up to the creation of Best Self. And, you know, I'm, I'm curious, Kristen, and don't forget, folks, we will be doing the giveaway here in just a little while. Um, if you want to get your... Um, uh, pencil out. If you want to take the number down for when I announce it, um, then you can go ahead and do that. And the number when we do announce it will be 888-298-5569. That's 888-298-5569. So Kristen, from being, you know, moving back in with your parents, being at rock bottom, um, and then you, I assume once you started kind of going into more of, you got your, your, what are the, the, the basics covered, you know, you're at least able to get back on your feet enough where you can start turning toward the spiritual journey that you then went on, which, um, it was a part of the creation of best self media and best self magazine. What, how did that even become an idea? Like, how did you know you wanted to do a magazine after all of this? Oh, that's a long and winding story. <laughs> First of all, in terms of um, the spiritual piece of it and just the self-help thing, it's like I was willing to do anything. You know, it's like when you're in pain, you want to be out of pain, you right. know, and and you just start to breathe and, and, and your nervous system relaxes and one thing leads to the next and you just kind of keep following that. I always say like you're picking up, you know, following a, a trail of breadcrumbs, right? And um I think what started to happen is when I started to calm down and when I started to breathe again, I started to remember who I was mm. and I started to remember what it was that I liked and what it was that I, that lit me up or what would, you know, when, when everything is taken away and you sort of have to entertain yourself, you know, you're not, you're not, you know, just stuck, you know, in busyness and bypassing everything and, and, um, forgetting who you are you know, maybe you don't have money to go traveling or to go to shows or go shopping or do whatever. I, like I started with the basics and I was, I started writing and I realized writing, just jotting little inspirational things down in a notebook. It, it made me, it like, it, it lit something up inside, you know, it woke something up. And then those little, you know, that notebook and those little notes turned into bigger notes and turned into journaling and turned into writing and turned into thinking about wanting to write my story, uh, a memoir of my story, but from the standpoint of not just sharing a salacious tale or a lifetime movie, but from helping people see that no matter what's going on, no matter how far, how low you fall, there's a way out. And, mm -hmm. you know, it may look differently for all of us, but, but, but there is a way out and, and it's your responsibility to yourself, to your soul, to your authentic self, to find that and to follow those breadcrumbs. And for me, it was writing. And then I, and like I said, I started to remember who I was and I started to remember that, oh yeah, you know what? When I was a kid, I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to be Diane Sawyer. I wanted to be interviewing people. It's so funny how much we forget, yep. how much we just like shove to the side. It's like we, you know, we sort of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I wanted everybody wants to be a unicorn or a fireman <laughs> or whatever when they're growing up. But you know what? Be that unicorn, you know, um, figure out how to do that, how to put that suit on. And so for me, it was writing. Writing started to just really feel like salve for the soul. And 
that's how I landed at that writer's workshop. It was a Hay House writer's workshop when they were doing those events, um, live events. And that was amazing. That made me, that forced me out of my comfort zone. It forced me to get myself into a room of people with the same, you know, uh, like-minded conversations and we're in the same space. And that's also when I was kind of shaking my boots when I started hearing all about how you need to create a platform and you not need to be in social media and you need to this and that and everything else. And I thought, Oh my God, no, I just want to hide <laughs> with that little notebook and find the computer. Don't make me leave my bedroom. Um, and I was convinced. I was really convinced that like, well, what do you mean? I'm, I'm going to write this amazing transformative memoir and then I'm going to send it to Oprah and she is going to make magical things happen. You know, <laughs> I was like convinced, you know, and then I'm, of course, at this at this event and hearing, well, that's probably not the way it's going to go. Um, yeah. Although I'm still convinced Oprah's going to make magical things happen for me one day. Oh, I um, <laughs> Oprah, are you listening? <laughs> I sure hope so. <laughs> I know. She should be because this is an awesome program. <laughs> but what, what also ends up happening is going back to those breadcrumbs. When you put one foot in front of the other and you'd like at least start to heed the call of whatever the call is in that moment, you know, it may not lead to that memoir. It may not lead to Oprah, but it may lead to so many other beautiful things. And that's what happened with best self it was, it was really this notion of like, when I began understanding that, yes, I had to, in fact, engage with social media and I had to create a website and I had to get clear on what it was I wanted to write about, um, just through that process, you know, you, you, you know, things start to percolate, to percolate. And it was actually my partner in life and business, um, Bill Miles, who is an amazing talent and photographer. He one night, like, you know, I don't know what the heck he was doing crazy on online purchased like this lifetime platform for creating magazines. I was asleep. So I knew nothing about it. You know, <laughs> he, he woke me up in the morning and it was one of those, uh, honey, um, I have something to tell you. <laughs> no, I've either done the craziest thing or the most amazing thing. And I was like, I need coffee, coffee. <laughs> um, and we sat there and we talked about it and he, and he, he said, you know, that he just had this inspiration that we could take really where I was going with the memoir and this inspiration and this accountability piece and forgive all the things that it was leading to and that we could build it into something bigger that spoke to more people that really spoke to the interconnectedness of the mind, body, spirit, um, connection, you know, which was something that was, I know your listeners are probably way beyond where I was when this journey started for me. But I mean, I really, you know, I thought I was, a, I was a good person, right? I mean, I, I felt that I was a spiritual person. I had a connection to a higher self, but I really was disconnected, not, not seeing the interconnectedness of it all that, you know, in fact, a backache was some, was connected to something else. Mm -hmm. You know, now when I have a backache, I say, you know, I ask myself, okay, so what's going on? <laughs> what right. else is going on in my life? It's not just the run I went on or that I've been sitting in my chair all day. You know, what stress am I under right now? Or, you know, it's, it's putting those pieces, assembling those pieces in a different way um, exactly. and bringing meaning to them. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And so I'll just interject right here before we take the conversation, just hit pause for a brief minute. Let's go ahead and give away um, the uh, one year subscription to Best Self Magazine. And as I mentioned, um, I'll just announce the number here and then tell you a little bit more. Uh, So the number is 888-298-5569. So first caller at 888-298-5569. And um, you can go to the website, bestselfmedia.com, and you can check out all of the luminaries that Kristen has interviewed. Um, I think I didn't even mention Marianne Williamson. Um, who are some other? Vanny Hari is on the cover this month. Uh, who else, Kristen, are some of the folks that are just super memorable for you? Oh, oh my goodness, you're putting me on the hot I'm sorry, seat. sorry, there's so, so many. <laughs> well, there are so many. You've mentioned so many of them, but there's Chris, Chris Carr. Oh, yeah. Um, Congressman Tim Ryan. I, mm-hmm. Okay, I want to tell you something right now. I've got two best selfers running for, for uh, the 2020 <gasps> presidential uh, election right now, which I think is so damn exciting. Yes. <laughs> they are both bringing body, mind, spirit, into the conversation and both of them are on a mission to heal the body politics. So, you know, it's not about, you know, I'm not going to get into a political conversation because it's not about an us versus them or red versus blue, but it's about that. We don't need this separation. We need to have healing. We need to bring, you know, a full conversation into our politics and into our, into our leadership. Yeah, so I think absolutely. it's pretty exciting. So we have, so there's Chris Carr and um, Kate Northrup and Nick Ortner, um, Dr. Mark Hyman, uh, Aviva Ram, yeah. um, and actually today is um, jo- actor Giancarlo Esposito's uh, birthday. He was on our first cover, and he, oh! he's amazing, and he's a dear friend. Um, yeah, so I mean, oh, uh, I mean, well, there's so many. But. Yes, I know. <laughs> Yeah, and it, it's. Um, I have to just ask, you know, it, as you have gone through, you've done all these interviews, and what you'll find um, if you go to bestselfmedia.com and check out a little more, like Kristen sits down with these folks. There are a lot of um, uh, video interviews you can watch, not only just the print versions, there's the podcast version. Um, and so, what are some of the most? I don't want to put you on the spot too much, but like super memorable moments, either either things that were bloopers or things that were really meaningful or the biggest nuggets of wisdom or some like an interview that changed your life in a specific way. I don't know anything memorable. I have to honestly say that they, they've, and I'm, you know, I mean this with all sincerity, they've all changed my life. I feel, you know, we have one of the reasons that I really love, I mean, I love the interconnectedness of the digital world, right. That we can all, you know, like we could be doing this right now, but there is some, something that is absolutely indescribable and magical about a face-to-face and primarily for all of our interviews, we show up at our features home. So there really is an intimacy and a connection that happens in that space where, you know, you're, you're in there, you're in their home, you're in their environment, you're, you know, you're seeing a slice of their life, um, their behind the scenes, uh, their, you know, their behind the scenes life and, and it forms, you know, it forges a bond that's very, very different. You know, we get to talk off camera and then, and then go on camera, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I also say with all of these interviews, it was very funny. I used to just labor over sort of curating each issue and saying, okay, Marianne Williamson's on the cover. And so this is going to be the theme and I've got to have all these different 
um, contributors that are going to work with that. And then suddenly I realized that I just had to let go of those reins because it's all interconnected and all Mm. of these messages somehow just come together in the most incredible and powerful way. These messages like just link together. It happens every single time. I don't know why I'm still surprised four years later. Um, I'm, I'm currently working on producing the May issue and I just keep laughing thinking, of course this works with this article and that works with that article and, and these people connect, um, because they're universal messages. Yes. And, and because, and I know I'm maybe not specifically answering that one question that you, you asked, but it's like, I'll tell you that the, the big theme and the big takeaway is that we're all human. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we're all um, insecure and we're all fierce and we all have our moments of glory and we have our moments that are messy. And I think the beauty of this is that I've seen the, the true human, you know, the real human experience in all of them. Mm. And, and getting to share that is a reminder for me, um, you know, that we're all the same (laughs) and I have the benefit of being with them. And I used to be, I mean, I used to be way more in awe of, you know, they were like my rock stars and it's not that I'm not in awe of their work and all that they've achieved, but I'm less in awe of putting people on a pedestal. And I'll tell you something. I was equally as nervous about sitting down to talk to you as I am with another interview with any of these rock stars because I care. And I want to show up for you and I want to show up for your listeners. And I want to make sure that Benny gives me some good sound effects. And I want- <laughs> <laughs> well, if you really, really want, I can give you a... Because we love the Hawks around here. I know, it's the Seahawks. Well, I do have to say, Kristen, um, number one, congratulations to our lucky winner, Nakia from Kenmore. Um, and from what Benny said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there's some... There you go. And uh, apparently the lines were full, Kristen, so people are enjoying what you're putting down. So <laughs> I, I want you to give that to all of them. <laughs> well, I do. I the other name. Sorry, we all didn't know we were giving away more than one impossible. Can, maybe if they can email you, you can give it to them. Okay. If, okay. So let's, are, are you sure, Kristen? <laughs> I'm absolutely sure. That's I thought, I didn't know. I, I meant to tell you that in the commercial break, so sorry about that. Not your bad. Look, this is my bad for not clarifying that before we went on air. Okay, so if you did call in and you did not win, my apologies for not clarifying this beforehand. Email me, sunnyjoy at goldenoversoul.com, sunnyjoy at goldenoversoul.com, and I will pass that along to Kristen. Um, yeah, you so realize, Kristen, Sunny, and uh, uh, we have about a 20,000 person listenership, so you might be getting a lot of emails. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> is, there way, is there a way to post it? Because I gave you, I gave you a code, or you could read it online. Yeah, we can figure uh, things out on the back end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Sorry about that. Okay. So, well, anyway, mea <laughs> culpa. We'll get it right next time. But, um, and that was one thing that I did want to ask you, Kristen, is because you are sitting down with some of the, folks like Marianne Williamson, mm-hmm. and what I notice when I hear your interviews, because as someone who I love interviewing people, being behind the mic and with the questions is my happy place. So I'm curious, um, you know, 
in listening to your interviews, especially, for example, the, the Best Self World Summit that you did, your questions are incredibly thoughtful, very articulate. And I'm, what do you do to prepare that? Because I, I get intimidated, too, by many of the guests that come on this show. <laughs> so, I, you know, the other thing I want to tell people is, um, uh, first of all, I made it up. I made it up as I went along. I just, I, I when I realized that I was going to do this and I was going to be interviewing, I didn't like take tons of courses. I didn't beat myself up. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to work really hard. I'm going to read someone's book. I, I put a lot of effort and energy into an interview because again, I care so deeply. Uh, but you know, the truth is when I look back, I try not to beat myself up, but when I look back on some of my early interviews, you know, four years ago, I'm like, Oh God, you know, it's just kind of, kind of cringing. But then I love myself and say, you know what, damn it. You, you showed up, yeah. um, you did the best you could. And you know what? The coolest thing is I've gotten better. I've yeah. learned, I've gotten better. I'm a better writer. You know, this best self journey has, has really taught me a lot. It's, you know, it's not perfect. Um, but to answer your question, I just do the work for me. I get really excited and, and I know I share this with you, but I, I read the whole book. I do the research. I, I spend a lot of time preparing for my interviews. Um, yeah. I write copious notes, then I, you know, kind of call it down. And the truth is that I go into every interview probably with like anywhere from like six to 10 pages. And there's just no way I'm ever going to get through that. And if you can trust that you've done the work, uh, a really beautiful thing is to also just put the questions down and let the interview take on its own organic, you know, flow. Because yes. that's when the beauty, you know, the beauty, and I'll, I will say in my insecurity in the beginning, I was so afraid of like, I wanted to prove myself. I wanted to prove that I'm a good interview and I've done my work. So I think I, I, I would say if the, the one thing I learned is that I shouldn't be doing so much talking. I should let my, my interview, you know, the person that I'm interviewing do more of the talking. So it's like you, you, you find these, you, you know, you fine tune these nuances as you go. Yes. Um, and then you get a little, and, and the accountability, accountability piece is sort of like getting underneath and saying, oh, why was I doing that? And again, I was doing that because I wanted to prove how much I cared. I wanted to prove that I could, you know, so I just think you just got to get in there and do yeah. it. You've got to get, roll your sleeves up. It's like something is lighting you up or you've got a desire to do something. Just go do it and you'll yes. get better. Just do it and <laughs> keep doing it and you're going to get better. I could not agree with that more from my own experience with this show. Um, and so I'm so sad. We have like less than a minute left. I just want to make sure everybody knows um, I have been speaking today with the fabulous Kristen Noel, founder and editor-in-chief of Best Self Magazine. Find out more about her at kristennoel.com and check out the magazine at bestselfmedia.com. That's bestselfmedia.com. Um, Kristen, in our final like 20 seconds, you know, do you have any message for the listeners on how to be your best self? I know that's like 20 seconds is not enough time, but. <laughs> well, you're you really floor. putting me on the spot. I, okay. When we shift, the world shifts with us. That is like my tagline now, because I realize that when you do take accountability for whatever's gone on, whatever you've done, wherever you've landed, if you know that you can shift and you can reclaim your power, the world is going to shift around you and with you. 
and it's going to support you. Rock on. (laughs) I love it. Beautiful parting words as we send folks off into their weekend. Thank you, Kristen, for being here on Sunny in Seattle today. Oh, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. You are a total beacon. Oh, hey, you too, man. (laughs) Okay, Benny, thanks for running the board. And for those out there listening, you've been listening to Sunny in Seattle. I'm your host, Sunny Joy, signing off. See you next week. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.